This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, July 2nd, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Well, as expected, there were some fireworks yesterday at the Board of Public Works meeting with Governor Hogan, Comptroller Franchot, and Treasurer Kopp. And ultimately, of the $600-plus million that they were looking for cuts, they did approve $413 million. There will be additional cuts likely within the next couple of weeks, but the main ones that were cut was $1.6 million, a grant to the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra, $131.5 million in reduction to higher education institutions, They reduced a number of grants to the city of Baltimore for crime reduction, totaling about $323,000. And they also abolished 25 positions and funding for the um, attorney general's office to fight crime in Baltimore City. That was $2.5 million. Treasurer Cobb did say that she thought this might be a little bit premature. And she said the state should wait until July 15th when it receives all the latest revenue numbers and taxes start to come in. And I will say that I will be contributing my $2,700 this year, but it won't be there a day before it is due. Trust me on that one. Very ominously, Governor Hogan did say that if no reductions had been made, the state would have no choice but to lay off more than 10,000 state employees. On Tuesday, in an online meeting between state school superintendents as well as the Senate Education, Health, and Environmental Affairs Committee, Superintendent Karen Salmon discussed reopening schools in the fall. What I got out of that was that nobody knows what's going on and the clock is ticking and I think we're all going to be stuck trying to figure this out again as we move into the fall. Baltimore is considering a split schedule with half of the students going into the school buildings for one week and the other half would stay home and then they would switch the next week. Another option they're having is to allot one day of the week for the most vulnerable groups, such as students with disabilities or English language learners, so they could have more time in the school. Howard County, and they seem to be really behind the eight ball. They said they're going to have their plan to the state before mid-August, yet teachers are scheduled to report on August 17th. School starts in Howard County August 25th, and they're looking to divide the school in half, with half of the students coming in two days of the week, half of the students coming in the other two days of the week, and that last day of the week would be reserved for teachers to do planning. No real word out of Anne Arundel County, except that they say that they want to have a plan in place by the end of July. Well, that's only 30 days away, and school is going to be here before you know it. And we really need to have an answer this time. Back in March, the school just figured we were going to be closed for a couple days, and they'd get an exemption from the state. Obviously, that didn't happen, and we really need to address the very real possibility of remote learning for the fall. Under Armour is having some woes, and they have announced that they no longer have a licensing agreement with Team 22, which is a lacrosse equipment company. They had been the exclusive licensee of Under Armour lacrosse products since 2011. Now, Under Armour recently has been terminating sponsorships, or should I say trying to terminate sponsorships, with UCLA and UC Berkeley. Both have said they're going to be challenging that. And they have requested a meeting with Chet Gladchuk, who is the Naval Academy's athletic director. And if you want to go over to the Capitol Gazette, Bill Wagner has a great article on that. And it looks like Under Armour is really in a bad position right now. Okay, and as we wrap up, I've got some closings and openings for the 4th of July weekend. Most importantly, the thing that you need to know is that we are going to be closed tomorrow. 
We're going to be taking a long weekend. We will be back on Monday the 6th. So we do wish everybody a wonderful 4th of July. Anne Arundel County and Annapolis government are both going to be closed on Friday, July 3rd, as well as courts and libraries. Things that will be open. Parks will be open. The post offices will be open on Friday, but closed on Saturday. Animal control will be open on Friday, but it's appointment only from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. The Pitt Moyer Rec Center is going to be open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Friday, but they are going to be closed on Saturday the 4th. Trash is going to be normal. Once again, we're going to be taking a break tomorrow on the Daily News Brief. Unless something really hits the fan, I hope not. But if it does, we will be back here. Otherwise, we do wish you and your family a wonderful 4th of July long weekend. Fire up the grill and make a good burger. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net for updates to these stories and more as we do update them throughout the day. If you can leave us a rating or a review someplace, please do that. and Let all your friends and family and colleagues know how to get a hold of us and subscribe to us. And hey, if they want to give us a rating, we would appreciate that as well. It is Thursday, so of course we have Trevor with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes. And as we have every day, we have George Young standing by with your long weekend forecast from DMV Weather. All of that's coming up right after this brief message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. Take my home, for example. My solar system was installed in 2010, and it's been paid off for almost five years, and I no longer have to buy any electricity for another 15 to 20 years. If I waited for cheaper solar, I'd still be paying an electric bill. At Solar Energy Services, we have thousands of satisfied customers who are sure glad they didn't wait. So what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasted. Call us today for a free solar design at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, July 2nd. Yesterday brought a bit of rain in the very early a.m. hours with a few scattered showers and storms moving through the region as well as also in the p.m. hours as temps again were in the 80s for most spots. But today we'll see a bit of a jump in temps with many spots near or above the 90 degree mark along with tons of sunshine before a very hot and sunny day on Friday across the Annapolis region with highs likely 92 to 99 degrees. Before the weekend comes into view with highs in the 85 to 92 degree range both Saturday and Sunday with a small but valid chance of showers and storms each day. And since we'll be off tomorrow to celebrate the 4th of July holiday, the look ahead for next week is for very warm to hot weather much of the week with upper 80s to mid 90s and a typical daily chance of summertime showers and storms practically each day. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great weekend out there. Stay healthy and be safe. Enjoy the 4th of July holiday on Saturday while keeping COVID and the heat at arm's length and then some. And be sure to download the DMV Weather app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. Like the DMV Weather pages on Facebook and Twitter and use our website at dmvweather.com. 
Very few things in life are so precious and so irreplaceable that we all must do our part to protect them. The Chesapeake Bay is one of those things. You can do your part by contributing to the Chesapeake Bay and Endangered Species Fund. It's that little line item you'll see at the very end of your Maryland tax return. Any amount you give makes a difference, and it's tax deductible. I'm Peter Franchot, Maryland Comptroller. Our bay and rivers thank you. Learn more about the Chesapeake Bay Trust at cbtrust.org. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Blended Essentials in Severna Park is rolling along with their summer camps. They're making candles, soaps, bath bombs, lotions, and more. Next week is their third summer camp with the theme being Under the Sea. Anne-Marie Sculpture Gardens down in Solomons has some more online activities to enjoy. Today is Green Queen's Art Scene in their virtual art lab, upcycling household items and eco-friendly art. Tuesday is Kitchen's Creatives Art Recipe Fun. Use common kitchen and household items to mix your own clays, paints, glues, and more. Wednesday is Picture This, a virtual preschool art and story time, as well as a tween paint party virtual camp with a new painting each week. Wine and Design in Annapolis has some more take-home kits. This week, check out Slade, Vintage American Flag, Enchanted Ocean, Abbey the Giraffe, and Elephants at Sunrise take-home kits. And also tomorrow night, they have a few slots open for in-person painting of the classic Starry Night. There is a two-person zone and a four-person zone option. The Kid Museum up in Bethesda has added some online workshops. Their Make It DIY workshops are pre-recorded activities that this week include Cypher Wheels, Program Your Grown-Up, The Exact Instructions Challenge, Unplugged Coding, Escape the Maze, Morris Coding, as well as Intro to Scratch. Also check out their Make It Summer Camps, streamed right to your home, including Space Explorers for 2nd through 4th graders and Puzzle Masterminds for 5th through 7th graders next week, with more classes in the following weeks. The Annapolis Streaming Facebook group has a couple of things going on tonight is live art maryland's quarantine concert again and monday check out monday night live with acclaimed jazz composer pianist music director vocalist jazz instructor and actor mark meadows at art farm in annapolis their summer camps are still open coming up in a couple of weeks are a few fearless girl photography summer camps then in august there's mixed media sculpture camp art annapolis camp street art graffiti and public art camp graphic design camp as well as more Fearless Girls Photography Camps. And also check out Art Farm's online virtual classes. There's no new virtual class this week, but there's time to sign up for the virtual beginner macrame and block printing and more coming up soon. Maryland Hall has some summer camps as well. Next week, they're doing junior drawing workshop, junior painting workshop, as well as teen abstract painting workshop. At the Clay Bakers in Annapolis, they have more party animals in the house pottery to go that you can order online and be creative at home with. Also check out their Art Rages summer camp. Every day is a holiday for ages 6 plus. All campers will create fun projects ranging from pottery painting, glass fusing, clay sculpting, tie-dye, wheel throwing, and more. At the Benjamin Banneker Museum and Park up in Ellicott City, tomorrow night, check out their Firefly Fireworks. Celebrate nature's fireworks and learn how fireflies flash and why their numbers have declined since the time of Benjamin Banneker. At the Anne Arundel County Public Library System, they have more Facebook Live story times every weekday, including bilingual story times. Tomorrow, they're having another great movies discussion. This time, it's a double feature with 1924's Sherlock Jr. starring Buster Keaton and 2018's The Great Buster, a documentary on the life and works of Buster Keaton. On Tuesday, check out Joe Romano's Magic Wow Workshop for ages 6 through 10. Learn some magic tricks you can do with things you can easily find at home. And on Wednesday, check out the Intro to the Library ebooks and streaming with plenty of things to keep you occupied and entertained. The Enoch 
Pratt Free Library has some more Facebook Live story times on Mondays and Thursdays. And at Annapolis Makerspace, we're having our monthly Fusion 360 3D design workshop on Tuesday online. You can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And remember, whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Hi, this is Kevin Canale. Michael Sanderson. The host of the Maryland Association of Counties official podcast, The Conduit Street Podcast. We like to talk Maryland policy and Maryland politics. That's what we're all about. Why counties? Well, look at the stuff we do. Education, public safety, environment, taxes, all the areas that people care about. Counties care about that, too. So our podcast is for counties, but it's also for anyone out there who's interested in talking about public policy. Absolutely. We did a whole episode on Uber and Airbnb and new disruptive technologies. Right. We've been covering school funding debate, probably in more depth than anybody else out there. We've talked about President Trump's tax reform, uh, redistricting lawsuits, cleaning up the Chesapeake Bay, all that kind of stuff. It's part of our beat. Why do we call it Conduit Street? Well, That's where we are. That's who we are. You Annapolitans on this podcast, you know it is that street right over there by Chicken Roofs. Now, that's an Annapolis institution. We want to be, too. That's our headquarters, and it's sort of our brand. You can listen to the Conduit Street podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Catch us on Fridays and get a roundup of policy and politics from right here in Annapolis and around Maryland. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.